What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite, favorite, favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why you can't help a narcissist, why you can't save a narcissist or toxic person or whatever, you know, whoever you're dealing with and things like this. You know, a lot of people in these dynamics get lost up in the, in the situation where you actually started feeling sorry for the narcissistic person. Like you might think that this narcissist or toxic person, or whatever is you know they're feeling neglected or they're lost or they're empty inside so you know or they had a bad childhood and stuff like that so you start feeling bad for them your empathy starts to kick in into high gear and things like this and you know what you're like you know what i'm going to help this person you know what I'm going to save them. I'm going to be the one to show them what love really is. I'm going to be the one to show them that people don't give up on you. I'm going to be the one to show you that shows them that people don't just walk away from them when times get hard and things like that. And then you end up losing yourself, wasting a lot of time and being angry as hell for a very, very long extended period of time. This is just the way it goes when you're dealing with narcissistic people. You know what I mean? That's the way it goes when you're dealing with toxic people and whatnot. Um, but you can't like reason number one why you can't save them. The main reason why you can't save them is because they don't want your help. Speaking as a narcissist myself, I don't want people's help, y'all. I'm just like do some narcissistic people want help with money and finances and things like that? Yeah, some of them do. But I'm one of the ones that I don't want you to pity me. I don't want your pity. I don't need your pity. Yeah, I don't need or want any of that type of stuff. I don't want people feeling bad for me. I don't want people. I don't because I, if people pity me, there's a sign of weakness. It's like, why are you pitying me if I'm strong? You see what I'm saying? Why are you pitying me if I have all this stuff going for me? Why are you pitying me? You see what I'm saying? You see where we're going here? Like a lot of most narcissistic people, or a lot of them don't want your pity. So pity and help, like pity, part of uh, pitying somebody is wanting to help them. So if you want to help me, then it means you pity me or that you think I'm weak for some reason. You see what I'm saying? You think I'm weak. You think I need your help, want your help for some reason and things like this. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of narcissistic people get caught up in these dynamics. They get caught up in these situations where they actually, you know, uh, not, not, not narcissistic people. A lot of people who are dealing with the narcissistic people get caught up where you're trying to help them because you pity them. Y'all, they don't want your pity. There, a lot of times when you pity a narcissist, they get angry with you. They get upset with you. They resent you for pitying them. They resent you for making them, for thinking that they are weak and they need your help. How dare you think? How dare you think they need your help? You see what I'm saying? I don't care if they really do need help. I don't care, yo. If they're drinking themselves into a stupor every single night, they don't want your help, y'all. And you want to help them so bad. We love and care about this person so much. You like, I just want to help them. I just, I just want them to see. I just want them to see themselves the way that I see them. You know, and then they'll be better for, just for me and for this relationship, or whatever. And I understand the dynamic, y'all, because that's one of the main questions I get. How do I make a narcissist self-aware? How do I get them to go to therapy? You, 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 you don't. Yeah, you can give them you can give them an ultimatum saying, hey, you go to therapy or or I leave. And then, yeah, they might go to therapy, but that's just that's performative. <clears throat> they are just doing that therapy to keep you. 
they are just doing that therapy or their counseling just to make you happy, to, to satisfy you, that, that request, to satisfy that ultimatum or whatever. It doesn't mean that they're actually going in there and getting any type of help. They're just going in there to get you to feel bad, to, to hey, I did it. Hey, I went to therapy. Hey, you can't say I didn't do it. Hey, I did do this. You see what I'm saying? That's the mindset uh, that, you, that you encounter when you're dealing with a lot of narcissistic people. That's just it, y'all. And some of the people get ran over top of and get manipulated and gaslit into these situations. I, and I, yeah, I feel bad for people. I do. But I just, I, I, I tell them, you can't save them. And people don't want, people talk to me because they want to try to help that narcissistic person. I, I, I can't give you advice on how to help them, y'all. How do you paint, how do you paint narcissism as a, uh, as a, um, as a good thing? You have to do that. You have to go to your person and paint narcissists or toxic behaviors or the toxic traits or the horrible treatment that they're giving you. Paint that in a good paint that in a good light. I can't paint it in a good light, Lee. How do you paint gaslighting in a good light? Ooh, I love being gaslit. I love when you gaslight me into my, I love you when you manipulate the hell out of me. I love you make me feel crazy. No, you can't do that. Because when you try to paint their toxic behaviors in a good light, they're gonna take it as a compliment and keep doing it. You can't help them. They don't want your help, y'all. They have to want to do it on their own. They have to want to go get help by themselves. But when your wife did this to you, I, that's when, again, y'all, when y'all, when y'all put that comment in my comment session, again, I, when I tell y'all that narcissistic people hate when y'all pity them and things like that, or hate when you give them ultimatums and hate when you tell them what to do, or hate when you make them feel weak or look weak, when y'all put in a comment section like, what did your wife do to make you do this? How does your wife hold you accountable? She doesn't. I do that on my own, y'all. I work hard on myself, for myself. And my relationship dynamic gets better over time because of it. Do we struggle? Yeah, we have struggle. We fight sometimes, we argue sometimes. It's just Everybody does. You know what I mean? Everybody does. You see how that works? I do it on my own. It's like there's no power control dynamic like that. That just, that just, <laughs> I get it. But y'all want to see, uh, what, I want to talk to your wife. I'm like, what is she going to tell y'all? She didn't make me do anything. She didn't give me no ultimatum. I went to therapy by myself. I go to therapy by myself even to this day. My wife literally just found out who my therapist was a few months ago. I didn't tell who my therapist was. Yeah. I've been going to therapy for five years and she just found out who my therapist was. I just showed her a picture the other day recently. You see what I'm saying? Just did this. This is me just doing it right now. Like, this is me on my own doing the work for myself. Selfishly doing the work. <laughs> they have to want to work. They have to want to better themselves. You can't do that. And it has nothing to do with you. Y'all, so many people, when I tell them that, like, you can't help them. You can't save them. They have to want to do it themselves. Y'all take it personally when I say that. It's not a personal shot at you. It's just that you... Don't like they can't they won't do it because of you, but they don't love me enough to go change and work on themselves. No, let's just put it hot like that. It's not that it has nothing. To, it's, it's not that y'all. They don't love they, they don't love themselves enough to go work on themselves. Y'all want to internalize everything and take it personal. It's not you. It's not you. They won't do it for anybody else either. It's not you. They have to want to do it for themselves. Y'all take it to, to, to heart when I say that it's not a personal shot at you. It's them. They have to want to go do the work for themselves, not for you. How do I get them? You, because I know y'all take it personal because y'all say, how do I help them? How do I get them to go to therapy? How do I make them become self-aware? You try to internalize and personalize the work that they have to do. 
Stop personalizing the work that they have to do. Yes, do you need to go to therapy? Yeah, you probably need to go to therapy from dealing with this toxic person for, so, for an extended period of time. Yes, you probably have. You probably need to, to in order to help yourself and to be as strong and you know mentally and mentally strong and mentally solid as possible. So yes, you probably need to go to therapy to help yourself because it empowers you. You see what I'm saying? You have to empower yourself. Like they have to empower themselves. Can you like, I, I, well, what if they do go to therapy? Can I stay with them and support them through therapy? Yo, this is like, what, what if we break up and then they tell me they go to therapy on their own? Well, so what if we break up and they say, hey, I'll go to therapy. I'll go ahead and do it. They're still doing it for you. They're still doing it for you. They're doing it. They're doing it to get you back. They're doing it to get you back into their life. But how do I know if they're really? Uh, one of my good friends, Lisa Sunday, said this. No, I'm just joking. She did. She, uh, I joke with Lisa Sunday a lot. I don't know if she still watches these, but uh, she said, uh, "Take the relationship off the table." <laughs> That's how you know if they're genuine or if they're real. Take the relationship off the table. If you say, "Hey, look." Go ahead and go to therapy. Keep, continue to do you. Continue to get better. Um, but our relationship has met its end. I'm not coming back. You'll see their truth. You'll see their true colors. Well, I'm not going to therapy. What well, I need to go to therapy for? Then I'm done. I'm good. Bye. You see? You see how that works? Take the relationship off the table, y'all. Like y'all, you'll take a promise of therapy over actual work. That I promise I'll go get help if you take me back. If you take me back, I promise I'll go get help. Y'all see how this negotiation, how they, they're bartering for your heart. They're negotiating for your heart and for your time and for your energy. You can't save them, y'all. You just can't. I know y'all want to. You want to throw my life raft or something like that? Yeah. You can't. They have to want to do the work for themselves. Every self-aware narcissist <clears throat> that I know, that I've encountered, does the work for themselves. They don't do the work to stay in relationships. They don't do the work to keep their partner happy or whatever. Their partners have left them and they're still going to therapy. They're still putting in the work. You have to want to do it for yourself, to better yourself. You have to put the work in for yourself. You see how that works? Mindset over everything. You can't save them. They have to want to save themselves. It has not a personal shot at you. They have to want to do it themselves. They don't. A lot of them, y'all, don't think that they need help. A lot of them think that they're fine. As long as you stay, and the longer you stay in a relationship dynamic with them, the more they think that their behavior is acceptable. So why would they change again? If you've been accepting this behavior for ten years, why would I change now? What change now? What's the, what, what's the big deal? What's the big idea now? What's the problem now? You've been dealing with it for ten years. Why do you need me to change right now? You see what I'm saying? You see how that mindset works? I don't. I didn't think it was a problem because you tolerated it. What you allow is what will continue. Anyways, y'all, let me cut this thing short. Y'all, if y'all listen to this on Apple Music, uh, can y'all please hit that five-star review for me or give me a, a good review on Apple Music or whatever. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen my last video, but some woman decided that she was going to leave a, a, a review saying, oh, your podcast is gross. I hate listening to you. Just some haters and stuff right there. I guess I know everybody's not going to like me, but... I, just, I, I get it but anyways if y'all if you feel generous hit that five stars for me four stars whatever anything more than one so I'm fine <laughs> anyway thank y'all for tuning in to another episode like and subscribe for more and as always mental illness is up peace